Hi, everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of The Family Shift, and we are actually coming to you live in a in a live podcast studio. And so would you do me a favor, our live audience, give everybody watching right now a round of applause and thank them and welcome them into our very first episode of The Family Shift. This is The Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gates. My name is Rodney Gage. This is my wife, Michelle, and we are honored to be a part of a brand new resource that we want to uh, provide as a source of encouragement, and it's our desire to bring practical advice and really inspiration to help strengthen not only your marriage relationships, but really to strengthen the most important relationships of all, and that, of course, is your family relationships. So with that said, it truly is an honor um, that you are joining with us on this very first episode. And let me just go ahead and say that it would really mean a lot to us if you would subscribe. Uh, It'll come directly into your inbox. And also make sure that you rate and review this podcast. And uh, if you find the content that we're going to be sharing on this podcast to be helpful and inspiring and encouraging to you, we also just want to encourage you to share it. Uh, with your friends through social media. That would be a tremendous uh, help to us. And we just want to help get the word out and most importantly, uh, give hope and help to those that so desperately need it. And so uh, what we want to do is also just give you a little bit of a understanding as it relates to what you can expect. Um, We're actually going to be releasing uh, this podcast every month. It will actually come out on the first Thursday of each month. And so that's a great opportunity for you to, once again, to subscribe so that it just comes directly into your inbox. And then also, we want to just really begin by giving you a little bit of uh, background as it relates to who we are and uh, kind of what we've done as it relates to our past and a little bit about our own personal lives um, when it comes to having an understanding of what it is that we are passionate about and why we've even chosen to do this Family Shift podcast. So with that said, uh, Michelle, why don't you tell them a little bit about our family? Yeah, we're so excited about this podcast. It's it's awesome. Um, but we have been married for 27 years, and June will be our 28th wedding anniversary. Wow. Don't forget that, 28 babe. 28 years. June 1st. And also in June, I will be turning the big 5-0. So I'm giving five. you plenty of warning, oh. okay? Well, we've got a lot There's of celebrating today. Hawaii today. back in the day? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that Hawaii means. Hawaii sounds really good. Yeah, who knows? I you like never that know. idea. Um, so, yes, we have three children, and they are grown. Um, they look completely different. One, uh, they have three different colors of hair, and that's the way my family was, too. It's the craziest thing. But our oldest is Rebecca, and she is our brunette. And she is married, lives in Birmingham, Alabama, and is married to an incredible person. His name is Daniel Patty. And they are on staff at a church, an amazing church in Birmingham, Alabama. We have our first fur grandbaby. As of this week, oh, yeah. Ellie Patty, check out the hashtag <laughs> Ellie Patty. And oh, over I, the top. I, she's the perfect child. We are excited about Ellie Patty. Now, our second child is Ashlyn, and she's our blonde. She is a senior at Liberty University. Uh, she's gone down the medical path, and she is planning on going to PA school. And she has some exciting news because she's getting married in June as well. It's it another, is a wow. big year for us. She's marrying an incredible guy, and his his name is Dylan Seeger, and we are thrilled to have Dylan as a son in 
our family as yeah. well. And our third child is our fiery redhead. His name is Luke. And he is a worship leader, singer, songwriter, and he graduated a semester earlier from um, high school this year. So in, in August, he's going to be heading off to college, and I don't know what Mama's going to do. So so yes. we'll soon be empty nesters, yes, is what you're we, trying to say. I, I, yeah, I think so. We do have Snickers. Wow. We do have Snickers. Yeah. 16-year-old Snickers. And she's still ticking. She's still kicking. So, yes. So we better get down to business Let's here. Let's do it. But before we dive into new content and really the uh, the first episode content that we want to share with you, let me also just give you a little bit of a little bit of background as it relates to um, I think what it is that we can bring value to when it comes to your marriage and your parenting relationships. First and foremost, um, really for the last nearly thirty years, we've had the opportunity to be a part of three uh, organizations that we've had the opportunity to. To, to help start and to lead. One of those allowed me to travel literally around the world, uh, specifically had the opportunity to speak to over 2 million uh, students in public and private schools all over the country through a school assembly lecture that I had. And then also with that, had the opportunity to speak on uh, conferences and conventions, uh, both corporate as well as in the religious circles uh, on leadership uh, conferences. And really it was just a tremendous honor and platform that we had the opportunity um, to help make a difference in through the message of really strengthening um, families when it came to understanding the youth culture. Yes. And with that, I had the opportunity to author uh, eight books. Seven of those uh, books really have been focused more on parent-teen relationships. Mm -hmm. And then Michelle and I had the opportunity to write a book. We co-wrote it together called Rethink Life um, that really is just kind of designed around seven core principles that we have I've been very passionate about through all these years, and it's really been used to help challenge people to live different from the norm. Right. And then we're super excited uh, to announce that in September, we're going to be releasing a brand new book um, called The Family Shift. Yes. That's really focusing on five important steps uh, to help transform your most important relationship. So with all of that said, um, it is our desire and really our, our intent to really challenge families to stop drifting and to ultimately make a shift that will transform their most important relationships. And the goal really is to help equip families and encourage families so that they can live with greater intention in their lives. Right. And so today what we want to do is we want to talk to you about the danger of the drift. Many years ago, um, when our kids were young, we took them on a vacation to Cancun, Mexico, and we had the best time. We were so excited. When we got into our hotel room, we looked at all the brochures, and we found the Jungle Adventure Cruise. And so this was on Wave Runners, and we decided we were going to take the kids out, and it took you through the lagoon, um, through the mangrove canals, and then out into the Caribbean, where we were going to snorkel at this beautiful coral reef. So we had this amazing guide that took us out and we were having the best time. They're going a little crazy on, on their wave runners. You know, I like to follow the rules, follow the guide. And uh, <laughs> so we got out to this amazing reef and um, right before we jumped in, the guide said one really important thing I want you to know. 
do not forget this one thing, and that is that you're supposed to check in about every five minutes. You're supposed to lift up your head, look to home base, and make sure that you haven't drifted out because the current, um, the rip current was strong that yep. day. And so um, so we're like, yes, we can do this. And so um, he allowed us to jump in. So we jump in, put our face down, and start to... Uh, experience this amazing world underneath the water. This coral reef was beautiful. The fish were amazing, just all different colors. And um, then we started seeing creatures we had never seen before. And we're just having the best time. We had an underwater camera. We're giving thumbs up, you know, having a great, great time. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we're supposed to check in. So I lift up my uh, head and I look and we have drifted way, way far away from home base. And so I start to freak out, panic just a little bit. Just a little bit. And get everybody up. You know, I'm screaming, everybody get your heads up and let's get back to home base. And thankfully... We're still here. Everybody made it. We and <laughs> we made it. But as we begin to think about the message of this book, The Family Shift, it is so easy in our world today, in our culture, to just drift mm-hmm. as a family, drift in our relationships, because we begin to put our heads down. We're, we're so busy. We have so much work to be done. Get the kids here and there. Um, do things on a social level. And our our phones consume us. I mean, literally our heads down a lot of the time. And it's so easy to let the most important relationships in our world to drift away from where we really originally intended for them to be when we began this relationship with each other. And when we began our families, we had hopes and dreams. And all of a sudden we are way far away. And when we begin to check in, we realize that, that we've actually checked out in yeah. our relationship. So that's why we wrote this book. Yeah, and I think the other thing too, the the danger of the drift is really more um, subtle. Yes, it happens slowly. True. It's very deceptive. Yes. And I think when you um, when you look at when you look at your marriage relationship, when you look at your when you look at your relationships with your children, um, you know, life passes us by so quickly. Yeah. And before you realize it, you're perhaps drifting further away from where things could be or should be in your relationships. And so what I have found is that there are really five major uh, symptoms, if you will, when it comes to um, the drift and the danger of that drift. Specifically, one of the dangers um, or symptoms that often manifest itself when somebody has drifted is really when it comes to the issue of, of, uh, of disappointment. You know, one of the, one of the most, I think, um, hurtful things sometimes in life is when uh, things don't go as we had hoped. Maybe right. a marriage situation or relationship didn't um, go as planned. Or as um, you expect. Or as you expect. Right. There are situations and circumstances, setbacks right. um, that bring disappointment to our lives. Hopes and dreams that we had really wanted to see become a reality perhaps just didn't work out. Right. And so as a result, it brings tremendous disappointment. Mm-hmm. And then with that disappointment, another symptom is, is the whole issue of regret. Because a lot of people end up saying things in a relationship that maybe they wish they could take back. They make decisions that maybe they wish they would have never made. A lot of times they end up um, maybe just taking things for granted 
and then suddenly life passes them by. Now they're looking back and say, we wish we would have been more intentional. And so you have disappointment, you have regret, but also with disappointment and regret leads to even isolation. So what happens is that a lot of times people who have drifted, now all of a sudden they feel alone. They feel disconnected. They're not as close, maybe, in their marriage relationship. They're not experiencing the intimacy. That's such a a serious thing, Yeah, the isolation. And and because maybe they don't have the intimacy that they used to have, or they don't feel maybe connected as closely as they used to feel in those relationships, sometimes they start to withdraw, and they feel alone. And sometimes they're even asking themselves, is there anybody else out there that can even relate to what I'm going through? Right. So they withdraw, they feel alone, they feel isolated. And then with that comes frustration. I think that's another key symptom of the drift is just, you know, when you think about frustration, we all have something that we're striving for, something we want to achieve. And yet if something is standing in its way from achieving whatever that might be, what happens? We grow frustrated and we get impatient. And then that even leads to tension. And so now you have all this tension, which leads to frustration, and frustration leads to more tension, which creates the stress. And so what does all of that spell? It spells drift. And so when you think about the impact of the drift and what it can do to a marriage relationship, what it can do to our relationships with our kids, and again, it's subtle. There's a spiritual drift, there is a moral drift, and there's a relational drift. And before we even realize it, we eventually check out. Right. And if you feel those things, it's actually a good thing if you feel them and you realize that you're in that spot. It's like pain in your body. I recently had an injury in my shoulder and the pain was an indication that something was wrong. So if you're feeling something with that drift, with those, those words that we just talked about, it's a good thing because there's a little hope that, that you are realizing something's wrong and you're ready to make a change. Absolutely. Yeah. And so really the question comes down to this, you know, what, what's the solution? What's the answer to the drift? Mm-hmm. Well, we have to make that shift. Right. And so the bigger question is, is, okay, well, how do you make that shift? I love the quote by uh, a gentleman who is no longer living today, but he was a tremendous American entrepreneur named Jim Ron. And he made this statement. He said, you cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. And I love that. So, you know, you can't, you can't go back and change the past. Yesterday ended last night. So, so what we have to do is we have to begin making a serious shift in our current situation to get our lives and get our marriages, to get our families moving in the right direction. So how do you do that? It all begins by starting with the end in mind. In other words, we have to make a shift from where we are to where we desire to be. Right. And so when you think about that, there are three specific ways that we can shift that drift. And the first is what? Tell us, Michelle. <laughs> it, is, it is to become aware of your current reality. So basically the story that we shared at the beginning, um, just becoming aware of where, where you're really at. Um, I think in, in our, the way that things are in our culture, at least for me, I just go, 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 go so fast. Sometimes I don't even just stop and, and take a moment to reflect and see where I really am. Where, where am I really with my relationship 
with Rodney, with my relationship with my kids, with the most important things in my life, just taking a moment and seeing where I truly am. You have uh, a phrase that you talk about the difference between our commitments and our priorities. I, yeah. I love that. Can you? Yeah, what that happens a with a lot of people is there's a gap, and that gap is what I think is 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 what separates our commitments from our from our priorities. In other words, what happens is a lot of people say certain things are important to them. Right. But when you look at their commitments, the things they're committed to, to be more specific, when you look at their calendars, you look at their checkbook or their bank statements, well, what you find is that the, the things that they actually say are important, well, their commitments say otherwise. Right. And so if you keep doing the same things you've always done, you'll keep getting the same results you've always gotten. Right. So That's at some like point, time with our kids that, you know, where you have intentional conversation, we we say that's important, but how much time are we actually giving to that? Right. Are we There's, just going, going, going? Yeah, you hear people will talk about, oh, yeah, well, we, you know, we value this, and this is so important to us, and, you know, we, we are all about this, and we're all about that. But yet, do their day-to-day commitments actually reinforce that? Right. And that's where there's typically a gap or a distance between what we say we believe and what we're actually committed to. Right. And so I think we can have good intentions, but I think at the end of the day, we, we have to stop. And we really do. We have to become aware of that current reality. Yes. So the second thing is we have to decide who we want to become. So the first is we have to become aware of our current reality. And then number two, we have to decide who we ultimately want to become. And so when you think about that, I think really when it comes with starting with the end in mind, it really is talking about a preferred future. Mm-hmm. It's painting a picture of the ideal. It's, 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 what's, it's really it's a picture of what could be and what should be in our marriage, what could be and should be in our family relationships with one another. Right. And I think what happens a lot of times is we get focused on what each person in the relationship is doing or what we do in terms of our day-to-day responsibilities and obligations. And the bigger question really is not so much in what we do, but ultimately who are we becoming? Right. And so I think... Life goes by so fast. Yeah. You know, like I'm turning 50 this year. That cannot be possible. In my mind, (laughs) I am still 18. But it's it's reality. And and who do we want to become is such a huge question that I am asking myself right now. And I think also is if we stay on the path that we're on, then who will we become? What will be the legacy that we leave? And it's, it's a huge question. Yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, some people who may be a little further down the track in their age, so to speak. You're not talking about me. No, you're only turning 50. Okay. So anyway, but there may be some who think, well, you know, gosh, I needed this 20, 30 years ago. Well, it's never too late to start with right. the end in mind. Right. So we have to fast forward and begin to ask ourselves the question, okay, what do I want my legacy to be? Yeah. Who, I, who do I want to be remembered for? Right. And so when we think about that specific question, it really is a question of who do I want to become as a husband? Who do I want to become as a wife? Who do I want to become as a father? Who do I want to become, you know, just as an individual? Mm-hmm. So those are important questions when it comes to making that shift because if we don't ask those kinds of questions, then ultimately what happens, we will drift further from where we intended to ultimately be. Right. So with that, I think it's important that we keep in mind, number one, become aware of our current reality if we're going to make the shift. Number two, decide who we want to become. And then number three, we have to start living 
with greater intention. Yes. So when you think about um, this whole concept of living with greater intention, I think it comes down to really living out your priorities. So it goes back to what we were saying a while ago. So it's taking it a step further. So rather than saying one thing, but yet doing another, we're taking our values and we're taking our vision of who we desire to become, who we want to be right. in our marriage and in our family relationships. And we say, okay, we're actually going to start doing things and living out what we say we actually believe. We're going to start living out what we say is important to us. And we'll do future podcasts right? because I think it's important it's that we actually subject. walk through. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we walk through huge. to show people how to come up with a vision for their family, how to come up with a mission or purpose statement for their home. Right, and just daily steps yeah. to living intentionally. And then right? even yeah. how to identify what those values or even, you know, what, what they even mean in terms of how do we decide really what is important right. to us as a family or even in our marriage relationship. So um, to wrap this up, Michelle, you have, um, uh, we've actually come up with six um, specific questions. And these, yep. by the way, are in your show notes. You can go to rodneygage.com, download those. Um, and these are six critically important questions that can help, I believe, take anybody, no matter what situation or circumstances they're in, no matter where they are in their relationships. Yeah. If they would just take these six questions and spend some time these can be game changers. Good These can questions. truly make the shift from where they are to where they desire to be. So I want you to walk through some of those right. questions. So number one is on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the current health of your family relationships? Yeah. So just lay it out there, one to 10, how would you rate it? And by the way, healthy things grow. Yes. So when you think about the health of our marriage, the health of our family relationships, so how are we growing? If we're not growing then that's a sign or a symptom that we're drifting, right. that, we're, that, we're, that we're not as healthy as we could be or should be. When things grow, they change, too. Absolutely. Sometimes there's pain in change. Yep. Just saying. It's good, though. Um, number two, what is the vision for your family? Or do you have a vision for your family? If so, we encourage you to put it in writing. And if you don't think you have one, spend some time crafting it. And that is definitely a podcast coming up because there's a lot of detail to that. Um, number three, what values are most important to you as a family? Huge question. Um, number four, what distractions or activities are competing with your family's vision and values? Yeah, that's Had huge. to ask that question many times that's over huge. the years. And that's, that's where, you know, it's separating the good from the great. Right. It's also uh, learning to say no to the good so we can say yes to the best. Yes. And I think that's where a lot of families end up drifting is they're saying yes to too many good things rather than the best things. Right. Whew. A lot easier to say yes than to say no. Absolutely. But once you say yes, it gets kind of tough. Okay. Number five, what unmet needs are being neglected in the relationships in your home? Yep. Yeah, good question. Love languages, great book. Um, number six, what are three things that you could do in the next 31 days that would shift the atmosphere of your home? How many of us want to shift the atmosphere sometimes? Absolutely. And so when you think about those six specific questions, again, those are game-changing questions and so my encouragement to you is that over the next 
um, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe as a husband and wife, spend some time walking through some of these questions, just as it relates to your marriage relationship. If your children are old enough, if they're of age to where they can participate, you can actually walk through and talk through some of these questions with them. Get them involved, engage them, have that kind of interaction with one another. And the reason why that's so important is because when everybody understands the danger of the drift and the negative implications or impact it can have on our relationships and ultimately our family, this allows everybody to be unified. It gets everybody on the same page allows everybody to speak freely and, and really, I think, articulate what it is that is important, right. what things that we ultimately want to commit to doing, and mm-hmm. how we can support and encourage one another to make that shift so that we can avoid the drift and yeah. ultimately experience what we desire to experience in our homes. I think some of my favorite memories of our family, you know, we, like I said, we're, we're on the back end. The nest is almost empty. And uh, around the kitchen table, you know, just family time, dinner time around the kitchen table, talking about these questions. It seems like it might be over their head, but our our kids, our kids, your kids, they're into it. So it's really super important. We're about out of time. And uh, we are so thankful that you've had the opportunity um, to be a part of the very first inaugural episode of The Family Shift. And we're honored that you been a part of it as well. And so we want to end our time together by simply challenging you, just like we've been challenging ourselves to stop the drift and to make Make the the shift. shift. That's it. (laughs) And to live with greater intention. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. If you're receiving hope and encouragement from this podcast, Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and share with your friends on social media. You can also receive the Family Shift Discussion Guide and show notes right into your inbox by signing up or download the discussion guides by going to rodneygage.com forward slash podcast. Once again, thank you for joining us at the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage.